Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz, a speech-language pathologist who left my cozy nine-to-five to follow my passion as an entrepreneur, hypnotherapist, business and success coach, and work-at-home boy mom. I'm so excited to chat with you about all things mindset, spirituality, manifestation, energetics, power of the subconscious mind, and how to create magic in our lives and business. If you're ready to put the soul and joy back into your business and learn how to create your business from the inside out, this is the place for you. Welcome and let's do this thing. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Magic in Your Business podcast. So excited to have you here. And this episode, I'm actually going to riff on kind of the flow of my day and how I plan my days, what those look like from morning to night, because I actually get asked this question a lot. And one of my clients asked me this today, and I was like, oh my God, that would be a perfect podcast episode. I really have a lot of ease in my day, a lot of flow in my day. And one thing I'll say about creating a day that's very flowy and full of ease is that, at least in my experience and with many of my clients, it's gotten easier with a lot of nervous system work. And I know I talk a lot about the nervous system uh, because it's important. It's like literally the key to expansion in your business and ease and flow because getting to this place has taken consistency for me consistency of working on my nervous system literally every single day and that can look like I exercise every day obviously so movement is really a big one for me if you follow me on social media or you watch my Instagram stories I work out six days a week and not because it's like I have to it's because I want to and I love to do it and I love movement but also exercise is a great way to to care for the nervous system so exercise is a big one I meditate almost every single day. Other things I love to do are tapping, singing, dancing, shaking, breath work occasionally. Not that often, but I do do breath work. And then I do energy clearing. So I do um, emotion code work on myself and I do different energetic clearings on myself every single day. So I really care for my energy a lot and my nervous system a lot, which allows me to go through my day with a level of ease because I just feel calm. I feel calm in my body. And if you don't feel calm in your body, it's probably because you're in a state of fight or flight. And you may be in a state of fight or flight for years and not even know it. And I know that was the case for me for much of my entrepreneurial journey. The first probably five years of building my business, my nervous system was on overdrive 24 7 and I didn't know it because I thought it was normal I thought it was normal to always be anxious to to always be thinking about work if I wasn't working I was thinking about how I should be working and I was always feeling like I had to catch up I had to do 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 and I was really really always taking massive action from this place of like if I don't take the action it's not going to happen and I was a, a workaholic worked way too hard way too much very much stuck in my masculine energy and very much frying my nervous system. After kind of realizing that that was not how I want to live my life anymore, it's not worth it. I don't care how much money I make. There's just no fucking point to that. And it's not the kind of life I want to live and not the kind of mom I want to be. <laughs> um, I do. I did the work that I do now. And I really healed my nervous system. I learned how to do my own energetic clearings for myself. And I learned how to create a day that's full of flow and ease. That doesn't mean that there aren't challenges. That doesn't mean that there aren't days where shit hits the fan. 
there absolutely are. I actually just got back from um, the ICU with my youngest who got RSV. So he's eight months old and he got RSV, which is a virus, uh, on last Thursday. So about six days ago. And long story short, it got really bad. Um, and we ended up in the ICU with him for two days. So, you know, during that stay at the ICU, I obviously I'm not working, so I didn't really do anything for my business, um, which is fine. And the best part about that experience, if, if you can find a silver lining to something like that, the silver lining is number one, we're home now and he's doing much better. So that's amazing. And I'm so grateful. Number two, it really puts things in perspective when your kid is sick the shit that we think is so important in business, you just realize is really not that important. It's not a big deal. Everything will be fine. We don't need to stress about little shit because if my family's healthy, that's really all that matters. (laughs) So it's a great perspective shifter. Uh, But number three, the silver lining is that I realized in those moments when I'm sitting in the hospital room and I feel like everything is out of my control, it was amazing to me the sense of safety I felt in my body. I just felt like, so taken care of and so supported and the thought that I kept having over again was like thank God thank God for nurses thank God for doctors thank God for healthcare. thank God that I have people here who know what they're doing thank God there's people taking care of my children thank goodness for an amazing team OBM who helps me literally handle my company when I can't be around to handle it and I felt like another thought that I had while we were there was I don't have to worry about selling. I don't have to go out and like make it happen. I don't have to stress about what am I going to do, you know, if I can't if I can't work my business the next couple of days. I'm not going to be selling. I'm not going to be on and if I'm not on and I'm not doing things, I won't make money. I didn't feel that way and I used to feel that way all the time. Like I genuinely felt 24/7 for years. I felt like if I wasn't on doing the things, selling, writing emails, on my stories, creating content like making it happen it wouldn't happen and now I I just don't feel that way anymore and I still take action you guys see me like I think I can work harder in about one hour than most people can do in about three and I'm just very efficient which I'm a human in in human design I'm a projector and one of the things projectors are good at is being efficient so I'm like bam 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 when I'm working like I just knock it out of the park very very quickly But I don't have a ton of extra energy, actually, as a projector, which if you don't know anything about human design, you can just ignore this part (laughs) or go or go research it because it is extremely fascinating. Um, But there's different human design types. And as a projector, I'm what they call a non-energy type. So I actually cannot create my own energy. I actually get energy from other people. So I have about on a typical day, I only have about three hours of high energy times After the three hours, I'm exhausted. Like, I'm genuinely so depleted and tired. It's not even funny. I used to think that I was just, like, really weird. And now I understand it's my energy. So I, and in addition to that, I'm also an introvert. So being around people is extremely, extremely tiring for me. I just can, I can do very little time with people before I'm like, okay, I have to go be alone. So knowing that about my energy... Once I understood all of this about my nervous system, I under I kind of started to put the pieces together of how I could manage my energy and trust in the ebbs and flows of my energy to help me grow my business. So I've had to really like experiment with my own energy and you're going to probably have to experiment with your own energy as well. 
and how I flow through my day, which I'm going to describe in a second, may work for you. It may not work for you. Probably won't, right? We all are very different. But the key is here, I trust my energy. That's the first thing. I just trust myself to follow my own energy. I don't assume that if I don't have energy for something, I'm self-sabotaging. I don't think I'm self-sabotaging. I think I'm tired and I need a break. (laughs) So I, number one, trusting yourself is huge. Number two is I care more about me and how I feel and taking care of me than I do my business. Now, that might sound backwards to some people because most people, and me in the past as well, put their business, their clients, money, pretty much everything before them. I do the opposite though. I come first and I am selfish in that sense. But the reason for that, and I don't think it's selfishness, I think it's self-love because you can't pour from an empty cup. And I know we hear that all the time when we roll our eyes, but truly, I my philosophy and the way I embody and live my life is I fill up my cup and then because I'm so full, I'm overflowing and all that overflow goes to everybody else in my life. It goes to my clients, it goes to my children, it goes to my husband and it works really, really well for me and that's just, I'm I'm my own priority in life. So that's the second thing. So I trust myself as number one. Number two, I treat myself like I actually give a shit about myself because I do and I work on that relationship with me 24-7 because all relationships reflect the relationship you have with yourself. So the way I flow through my day is very much affected by the fact that I come first. So I'll kind of explain briefly how my day looks. Obviously, it's not the same every day. Sometimes there's things going on. Sometimes there's family emergencies. But this is like an average day for me. Number one, I don't know why I keep numbering things, but (laughs) whatever, we'll go with it. Um, For my week, so my weeks in general, I typically only work four days a week. I usually don't work Fridays except for like, during nap time, if I can happen to get my kiddos napping at the same time, I'll work during nap time. Otherwise, I just don't really worry about it. So Fridays are very much a work if I feel like a day. I'll usually do a couple small things, but I don't pressure it. It, I call it flow Friday. Highly, highly suggest if you're a full-time entrepreneur and you're able to instill a flow Friday, do it. It's a game changer. I heard about Flow Fridays for the first time when I was like a year or two into business. So this was a few years ago. And I remember hearing that from somebody and it blew my mind because I was so in survival mode. I was so in the action mode of like, I have to be doing all the things and I could not rest because my nervous system was so uncomfortable with rest. And my nervous system was so out of whack. So I I first heard this and it like blew my mind that somebody would literally take a whole day off work. Like I just couldn't even imagine doing that. Because to me, that was the most terrifying thought in the world. I genuinely felt like if I took my foot off the gas and took a whole day off work, everything would fall apart. That's where my mindset was. So I have come a long way, a long way. You wouldn't even recognize who I was a couple years ago. And I just, yeah, when I first heard about Flow Fridays, I was like, there's no way I'm taking a day off week. You're freaking insane if you think I'm doing that because I just was in survival mode. But I'm not in that mode anymore and I have instilled flow Fridays for well over a year now and I love them. So I typically only work four days a week. Now, the other thing with me is I 
believe in being supported, very, very supported. And this was something I had to ease into because I, again, I was used to doing everything myself. I thought I had to do it or it wouldn't be done right. And I was I was definitely a control freak, which by the way, control is not only an illusion, but typically if you're a very controlling person, that is a safety issue. You do not feel safe unless you're in control. So that comes down to, again, the nervous system. Uh, can also be a root chakra thing, but that's like a whole different topic. So I'm not going to get into that. But for me, it was a nervous system thing. If I'm in control, I feel safe because if I'm in control, I know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. And when our brain can predict what's going to happen, our brain tells our body it's safe. I know what's going to happen. You're safe. So me learning to let go and be supported meant that I did the nervous system work and the root chakra work to feel safe in my body and to feel safe in the unknown, you know, being able to feel safe in your body and be safe in uncertainty is a job and function of the nervous system. If you cannot feel safe with uncertainty, entrepreneurship becomes very challenging and very stressful because entrepreneurship is uncertainty. You don't necessarily know, like if you have a nine to five, you know when you're getting paid, how much you're getting paid, what your hours are, you know, you feel safe, right? Entrepreneurship, you don't. So learning to stretch your nervous system little by little by little and creating certainty within it is a function of the nervous system and a practice that I've had to do consciously every single day and I still do every single day to continue to expand my capacity to be in uncertainty. So I I believe, going back to what I was saying, I I believe in being supported because I care for myself. I know that me being filling up my own cup, being energetically full is really, really important. So I really believe in being supported, but that also meant that I had to learn to let go of control. And I did that little by little. So it started with me first hiring a babysitter, like the bare minimum when I first was working on this, because I just, I had control issues, right? So even hiring a babysitter was scary. Then it expanded to, I have a babysitter and I have Um, somebody come clean my house and then after that I expanded to okay I feel good with those things and I expanded to having a virtual assistant now what I have is a nanny who comes just four days a week since I don't really work Fridays and an OBM my business manager who if you follow me on Instagram I talk about her constantly because she's like literally the fucking best so if you need an OBM just DM me and I will share with you my person (laughs) because I love her Um, so I have my OBM my online business manager my nanny and then I have somebody who comes to clean our house so actually our person who comes to clean just retired but I'm working on finding somebody new (laughs) so those are the ways that I'm currently very very supported and I also have a very supportive family and I'm not afraid to ask them for help so I ask my mom for help if I need it I ask my mother-in-law for help obviously I'm careful not to take advantage of people but I'm just not afraid to ask for help and I think a lot of moms and a lot of women in general we don't want to ask for help I had to get over that because I have to allow myself to be supported so that I can continue to grow my business from a place of rest and care caring for myself and my nervous system so the flow of my day in general Monday through Thursday is I wake up in the morning. The first thing that I do is I go to my meditation space, which is literally just like a chair in the corner of my office. (laughs) It's not fancy. And my dogs are climbing all over me the whole time I'm doing this. But 
It is what it is. They're never going to stop being annoying. I go to my meditation space and I do not look at social media at all until my morning energetic practices are done. I treat my morning practices like I'm getting paid for them because I am getting paid for them. People are paying to be in my energy just like they're probably if you're, you know, a service provider, they're paying to be in your energy. So I take that very seriously. And I don't want to first thing in the morning, get on social media and expose myself to everybody's shit or check my email and immediately have all these feelings come up that put me right back into the energy of yesterday. So I'm very, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm very conscientious of my boundaries and I take them seriously. So I wake up, I do not check my social media. I do not look at my phone at all except for to open my meditation that I'm going to listen to for the day. And I sit down in my meditation chair and I meditate. I usually set aside an hour to an hour and a half in the morning for these practices, which is kind of mind-blowing because if you would have told me two years ago, hey, Cassie, you're going to spend an hour and a half in the morning caring for yourself, I would have been like, you're fucking crazy. Because I used to be the person who was, first thing I wake up, I get to work. I will literally wake up at 5 a.m. because I'm stressed and I feel like if I'm not working, I should be. Get up at 5 a.m., go to my computer, get, get things done. Because I was in survival mode. I thought I had to be working all the time. That's an episode for a different day, but I've come a long way to where now sitting and being with myself and caring for myself in the morning is like the best thing in the world to me. It's addictive. I love it. It feels like a day at the spa, minus the dogs climbing all over me, <laughs> which is really annoying. But that's what I do in the morning. And I try to get up, you know, an hour before my my oldest son wakes up so I have that alone time and he will usually honestly my son my oldest son gets up a lot of the times while I'm doing this and he's just learned you know kids kids will learn that mommy's gonna meditate and he knows not to interrupt me so that's his time to watch blippy and to you know have his yogurt have his cereal and then I go hang out with him so I spend about an hour in the morning meditating I'll do an energy clearing. I will do tapping if I need to, to support my body. I journal almost every morning. I don't make it a rule though, by the way. None of this is like a rule that I have to do. If I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do any of that. You know what I want to do? I want to go make breakfast or I want to lay in bed with my husband or I want to go work out. That's fine. So there are no rules. It's not like I have to have a seven-step morning routine so then I can make the money and then I can be successful. That's not it at all. So don't make any rules out of any of this because I actually believe that I get to make money no matter what. Money is a given. Money's like oxygen. It's just going to happen. It's a matter of fact. It's just the way it is. It's who I am. It's how it gets to be for me. So I don't have to do anything to make money. I do all these things because I like it and it feels good and it's fun and it gets me in a high vibe place and it's something I do to love myself, but I don't do it if I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like doing it today. I don't fucking feel like it. And I'm going to go do X, Y, Z. That's fine too. This is just like a typical day, okay? So that's my morning that I, you know, I spend an hour, hour and a half, however long it takes to kind of do that before, you know. Jackson starts interrupting me and things get a little hectic and my other son wakes up. But I do those things in the morning first and foremost and I set myself up for how I want to feel for the day. What do I what energy do I want to be in? And I intentionally choose my overall context for the day, the overall energy I want to embody for the day. So for example, today after I finished my morning routine, I thought to myself, What's the feeling I really want to practice being in today? 
what's the way of being that I really want to embody today? And I thought about it, and the feeling that I really, really wanted to embody today was feeling powerful. So I was like, okay, cool. I set my intention, and all day long, I just kind of check in with myself of, am I working within that context? Am I showing up powerfully? Am I being a powerful person and working from that space? After my morning routine, I work out. Like I said, pretty much, I mean, not every day I take rest days. I do work out six days a week, though, without fail. It's been that way for years. I used to be a health coach, so it's kind of easy for me at this point. And so after my morning routine, that's basically what I do. I come downstairs. My son comes down with me. He's down here playing and riding his bike and being crazy. And I do my morning workout for a half hour to 60 minutes every single morning. After my workout, and again, I, at that point, I, I still haven't really checked my phone. So I'm not checking my phone. If anything, I'm going to listen to like a podcast sometimes during my workout, but or like a training or something really high vibe, something's going to put me in a good mood, but I'm not really on my phone yet. I'm not checking the socials or anything like that. After my workout, my nanny comes and I, I, I do my things. So she's usually here about three and a half hours. Three and a half hours is how much I have, how much time I give myself to get all of my business stuff done, including calls. So in three and a half hours, I have to have my client calls done, which I don't really do more than one client call a day because I don't have the energy for it and I don't want to do calls and half-ass them. I think if I'm going to do a call, I want somebody to have the best of me, not what's left of me. And as a projector and an introvert, I just know for me, I can't do a ton of calls each day. So I really like to do one call a day. Two is my max. So in that three and a half hours that she's here, I'm doing client a client call, two max, but typically one. And then I'm doing any other business things I need to do for the day. Posting, sending email, going live, anything like that. And that's it. Anything else I get done for the day is extra and I don't make it a requirement. So sometimes, you know, after my nanny leaves, my oldest takes a nap. Sometimes my youngest will take a nap at the same time, which is always amazing when that happens. So while they're napping, if I have the energy... Which, to be honest, a lot of times I don't. So sometimes while they're napping, I'm chilling and watching Netflix. Or I'm I'm just listening to a podcast. Or I'm like doing the dishes and getting dinner ready. Because I really check in with my energy a lot throughout the day. And if my energy feels like it's just not there, I'm, I don't force myself to do it. Um, by the way, in the background of this, you may hear my son crying. He... <laughs> How professional, but whatever. It is what it is. I have a small house and sound carries and his bedroom is above mine. My mom is with him. She's changing his diaper. He does not like it. He's crying and I'm just going to keep going. So I promise he's he's not being neglected. He's being cared for. But this is my life. And like that's the other thing. If you've been in my world for any amount of time, I do not care about perfectionism. I genuinely don't have time for it. Like I said, I have three and a half hours to do everything And so it's like sometimes you're going to hear my kids playing in the background or losing their minds because they're kids and that's what they do and it is what it is. So I hope that you find uh, my realness refreshing. And if it bothers you, then, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) So anyway, I just want to let you know because I'm like, I bet they can hear him. So where was I at? Okay, so after my, let me think. After, okay, so during their nap, I will work. But again, I very much follow my energy. I don't force myself to do things that I don't want to do. And I really check in with myself of like, does this feel like a should or does this feel like a desire? If it feels like a should, I just throw it off the table and I don't worry about it at all. If it feels like, yes, I really want to do this, but I'm energetically drained and I just don't have the energy, 
I will either do it later or give it to my amazing OBM and she'll help me, you know, I delegate it. I, she'll help me do it. So that's kind of the flow. And then in the evening, I have boundaries around my phone again. So my husband actually works a lot. Um, that's the other reason I have a lot of support. My husband works a ton. So some weeks he's only off one day a week. Some weeks he's out of town completely. Some weeks, most weeks, I would say he works until 8 p.m. So he's usually working from 5 to 8. So I don't have a lot of um, support typically from him, not because he's not supportive. He's actually incredibly helpful when he's around, but he works a lot. So I have found like if I want to grow a business and I want to be a six, you know, a, a CEO who's expanding and growing, I have to be supported because I don't have somebody else here to help out with the kids a lot of the time, right? So um, in the evening, he he isn't home till late. So once the kids wake up from nap, it's it's me. It's go time. It's mommy mode, which means I typically just put my phone in my room and plug it in and, and not look at it, which takes practice and I'm not perfect, takes serious discipline because sometimes you're just like, don't even think about it and you pick up your phone and you're scrolling. But that is, that is what I practice. And then if I have energy at night and I'm like, oh my God, I have time. I have energy. I'm being left alone. I might do a couple things, but it's, it's always based on what feels good and what feels aligned with my energy. I trust my energy. I trust my, my ability to follow my own energy. And I think that the, the skill of being able to follow and trust your energy is one that takes practice, but all really, really, I don't know, flowy and and happy, you know, entrepreneurs eventually figure out because that is what builds a happy business is when you're just following your flow and it feels just so effortless and there's so much ease throughout your day. And again, it doesn't mean that I don't go through hard things. I obviously went through a very hard thing earlier this week, but even going through hard things, I feel this sense of support and ease and flow, not only in my nervous system, but in the help that I've surrounded myself with. So that is the flow for my typical day. I wanted to share that with you. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share on your Instagram stories. Tag me. My Instagram handle is Cassie Biltz. If you check the show notes, you can find different ways to work with me for free and different things I have going on to connect with me. And I will catch you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.